I think I think we're live, bro. Are we? We're live. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I, I think I hit the spot. If no, no camera malfunction today, so no fat both. Casper. <laughs> the, I, although today I look more like Fat Casper. You do with with a tattoo. This is basically if Dollarama had a, had a podcast. This is the budget. Yeah, this is this is yeah, the reason why this podcast exists is to show people how not to podcast. <laughs> it's so you can people can't see you. What what what? People still can't see you. You're no, still fight Casper. No, it's working. And I know it's working. Uh, who we got in chat? We got Fred Desjardins. Uh, oh, Viron, uh, there you go. You're you're in front of me and in the chat. How are you in two places at the same time? May I ask you, by the way? Yeah, you thought the only you're the only one, bro, who deals in the other dimensions. <laughs> uh, we got Michelle Gab Denoy or Denois. I don't know how to say it. Uh, you just joined the Patreon. Congratulations. I'm glad to have you on here. What else we got? That's it for now. If you guys got any questions, uh, we got a few topics we're going to run through. Uh, first, I would like to welcome uh, my, 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 my dear friend of mine, uh, Viron. How you doing? What's up, peeps? How I'm all right. Doing? I'm all right. Better than you, that's for sure. Yeah, bro. I had a crazy day. Yeah, I think I was getting a phone call from you like every half an hour at some point, and it was just like escalating, <laughs> and I haven't heard any of it. <laughs> and I have, and I, we specifically said, listen, we... like. He wasn't going to tell me anything of his day. Okay. So this is all new on the podcast. So we could all live the experience okay. together. And you're going to see and experience once again what okay. it's like being Poseidon. Okay. So first off, I just want to <laughs> say, I just want to say there's a, a place <laughs> called, uh, <laughs> before, <laughs> before I get into the story. <laughs> oh, you love me, huh? You're going to do it just because you can. Oh, bro. fuck yeah, bro. I'm going to do it for the next three months, bro. Just just to, just to fuck with them. Uh, there's this place, uh, Garage Pierre Mondou <laughs> Incorporated. Uh, the owner is Anne. I'm not going to say her last name, but it's on the business card. So if you guys ever stop by there, her name is on the business card. 172A Rue Saint-Charles in Saint-Thérèse, Quebec. Uh, there are a bunch of scumbags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the anti-advertisement. <laughs> yes, this is the anti-advertisement. So y'all didn't know we could do that on podcast. Well, uh, there's uh, you learn every day, right? Right. There you go. So they can go fuck themselves with scumbags. If you ever land near there, uh, need a car repair, or if uh, anyone closely related to you ever fixes their car there, tell them don't go there because they're a bunch of scumbags. Also, remarquage mijo. Uh, if ever you deal with them, they're a bunch of scumbags as well. <laughs> 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 you have a list, eh? Wow, I came just, up, wow <laughs> you don't understand, bro. She was there, bro. The lady, the lady was there talking to me, the owner. She was, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all I can think of is in my head, oh, I'm gonna blast you for the next couple, six, fuck it, fuck three months, bro, six months on all my fucking podcasts. Fucking whore. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is how you're gonna start every podcast. For yeah, the next yeah, six every podcast I do, my my opening entry is gonna, is gonna be uh, their names. I'm gonna keep this business card <laughs> on me, but there are a bunch of, <laughs> no, no, remorquage, oh, Mijo, a bunch of scumbags, which is, uh, for those of you who don't speak French, it's Towing Mijo, that's what it's called. I just want to do the translation just to be sure. And I want to repeat the name of the garage also, Garage Pierre Mondou Incorporated, a bunch of scumbags. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get sued. How am I going to get sued? Oh, it's not defamation of character. It's not defamation. If, if there's a no, story no, no. behind it. There is a story behind right. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the story in a moment. So last Friday, my mother, uh, my father bought property up north. They're going to use it for repurposes and everything, and like rental properties and shit. Um. Why was I not informed about this? Why? What do you mean? There's a story with your father buying land again. <laughs> yeah, but this time he went the logical route. It's near Mont Tremblant. And what, what is he, he going to do with it? I'm going to tell you off air. All right. Okay. So um, 
I'm not getting sued because I'm going to explain to you there's no defamation here. There's a, if I was lying, there would be a defamation, but there is no defamation. Uh, so uh, last Friday, uh, they were going to go up to my father's properties. They take my brother's car, okay. right? The middle one. He has a Volvo. You remember, you met him, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Okay. A little white S40, no? Oh, no, it's not white, but whatever. Uh, it's it's whatever, gray, whatever the fuck. Uh, tan, I don't know anymore. You just spent two days with the car. Anyways, whatever. So uh, last Friday, they were on their way up, up north to my father's properties. They were going to go clean the apartments and everything and stuff like that. Car breaks down. Now, on the highway, on the side of the highway, exit uh, 23, the, um, you know, there's towing companies that have, like, exclusive rights and shit, different right. parts of the highways and shit. So they right. call the number, and this towing company shows up. Now, I don't know the driver's name, and if I knew, I would have said it. Um, put the name next to the proto silence. <laughs> Vincent de Rosier, welcome. I think I already said welcome to Vincent. Did I? No, I didn't. So um, so here's how the story goes. So they pick up uh, my mother and my brother. My mother had uh, her, uh, our little dog Daisy with her, right? I love that type of bitch. Now, very sweet dog, right? And uh, my mother the my mother goes, I have to bring the dog into the tow truck cabin, but I'm going to hold the dog. Don't worry about it. Um, he goes, the guy starts freaking out, yelling at my mother now, okay, almost a six-year-old woman now, and uh, I, now, if the story came only from my mother, I would have second-guessed it, because she over-exaggerates everything, but- Sounds like somebody I know. Yeah. Are you talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but the story also comes from my brother, and my brother is the chill, he smokes weed, he's chill, and he doesn't over-exaggerate any of the stories, he's the calmest one. I mean, in day-to-day life in general, out of all of us, okay. right? Uh, except when he deals with my mother and my father, but that's, you know. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, so he goes, yeah, the guy started yelling, freaking out about uh, about the dog, and he started yelling at my mother, almost 60-year-old woman now, right? Okay. Starts yelling at my mother, and my brother's like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Why, why are you yelling at my mother? And then the guy started freaking out. He goes, are you Italian? Are you Italian? You're fucking Italian. And the guy was having, like, I don't know what kind of attack. Freaking out, and then he threatened them to just drop them off on the side of the road. Okay, hold on. But this was before they got into the tow truck. No, this was when they while they were driving. This was uh, the car, the dog thing happened uh, before they get in. Finally, he accepts, okay. and then they drive for a bit, and the guy just started freaking the fuck out, yelling, you freaking t- out over what you're tell- like the over the dog, made- over the dog, and then he goes, "Are you Italian? You're Italian, eh? Like weird shit." And then he, he threatened to Sounds, kick him. Sounds uh, kind of yeah. racist, if you ask me. Well, he was Italian himself. So why was he freaking but out? But hold on, hold on. Right. So finally, so finally, the guy, uh, I guess my brother goes to him, uh, bro, let me ask you, why are you yelling at my mother? She's almost 60 years old. A dog's freaking out. My mother now was super stressed, freaking the fuck out. Uh, what you, he goes, what's your problem, my brother? Like, why are you acting like this? Yeah. And then the guy <clears throat> stopped panicking, I guess. I was, oh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very sorry. And, oh, and my brother goes, we're Greek. We're not Italian. Why are you asking us if we're Italian? I goes, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. He starts apologizing to my mother and my brother. And he goes, uh, I'm Italian, by the way. So he was Italian. Like, I don't know what the fuck the guy was thinking. So finally, now he's mellowed out by the time they get to the garage. They get to the garage, drop off the car. And uh, the thing is, they were told that it was uh, the timing belt. That was, uh, that was the issue. And they already knew that. The guy told them they were able to see it under the car hanging that it was the issue. That's why the car. So it snapped. Uh, no, it tore. Jesus Christ. You don't know how lucky he is going. Anyways. 
So finally, this happens. I explain to them. Uh, this week, they call up my brother. They're um, they're saying a, uh, they're a bunch of bullshit. They're like, we had to check the car. No, no, no. We had to check a, a gasket. Uh, well, what did I tell you on the phone? You didn't tell me about a gasket. But probably no, a not a gasket. gasket. No, no, no. Oh, uh, um, crankshaft sensor. Cra- crankshaft sensor. Uh, but they already knew that it was the, the timing belt that was the issue. And then they started making up a whole story and they kept flip-flopping about how, no, 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 like, uh, no, in order to get to the timing belt, we had to go through the crankshaft sensor. That's a lie. There you go. So then, then they started, and then they started flip-flopping on what they did first. Uh, oh, no, but we knew it was the timing chain. And then they kept flip-flopping with me. So I'm like, okay, motherfuckers, okay. And I remember this, and uh, now I came on my podcast. I'm going to do this for the next couple of months. I'm just going to fucking shit on them. So they ended up charging my brother uh, for a part that probably didn't even need changing because apparently they tested it. They stress tested with the machine. They charged you $200 to stress test a crank sensor that's yeah. worth 40 bucks. Yeah, and apparently they changed it. Probably didn't. If they didn't charge you, f- did they charge you for the piece? No. Then they didn't change it, bro. Then the garages don't give shit away for free. Nothing's free. Well, uh, my, they gave him a box. With what? Uh, I think it was a crankshaft sensor, the old one. So they gave him a Anyways, full of shit. So uh, anyways, the car is for scrap now. Why is it for scrap? Just change the timing belt. Because there's all sorts of problems with it also. He's going to have to put like another two grand into it, and it got the car for two grand. It's not worth it. Okay, whatever. Yeah, scrap it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, Steph. <laughs> How you doing? So yeah, so all this shit happened, and uh, on top of it, the lady, now I didn't believe my mother fully, uh, because also apparently the lady started yelling at my mother when they got there Friday. All my mother wanted to ask her was, there's expensive parts in the trunk, how is the area for theft? She wanted to ask her in French. Wait, wait. How is the area for theft? Do they break into cars and shit? There was expensive stuff in the trunk? Yeah. What Was there really? Yeah, yeah, the, my, my brother has, because uh, he's a... Uh, oh, mechanic. Yeah, and he works for motorcycle mechanics also. Your brother's a shitty mechanic if he can't take care of his own car. Anyways, so no, he could take care of it, it just, it was uh, cheap, and he never saw any proof of uh, issues on the timing belt. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh, oh, that's all she asked. So then the lady starts freaking out, starts yelling at my mother, uh, take take your, uh, uh, take your fucking, it, she didn't say fucking, but take your key, nah, we're not thieves here, and then my mother's like, whoa, I never said you were thieves, what are you talking about? I asked, how is the area here for theft? Because can we leave the expensive parts? So anyways, that whole thing happened. And I didn't too much believe. And we got Enzo. Enzo, welcome to the chat. He's a little bit late, but it's okay. And uh, so that happened. And then I didn't really believe the lady really yelled. So I get there. And then my brother... This is today. This is today. When I get there today, uh, my brother starts asking all these questions. First of all, the mechanic couldn't answer properly. And then she starts yelling at my brother, this lady... Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you you think you're a mechanic, you think you know better, you're not a real mechanic, shitting on my brother, basically. So I get pissed off, and I go to her, look, lady, when you have a conversation with my brother and I, the first thing that you're going to do, because it's very disrespectful, is lower your tone of voice, I tell her. You're not going to raise your tone of voice, otherwise shit's going to get uh, a little bit sweaty in here. I didn't, I'm paraphrasing here, okay? Uh, so she calmed down, stopped yelling. And the whole thing happened. Finally, uh, my other brother had a connection for a towing truck. Another towing came. We towed it back home. Now, that happens. Now, all was going well already. I'm stressed out about this bullshit. I'm pissed off at this fucking cunt. That fucking gave terrible customer service and fucked my brother over out of money uh, as the garage. I get home, bro. The tow truck driver brings a car. Doesn't my mother come out on the balcony and start yelling? Why? No, you're going to do it like this. Like she's, bro, she's telling the tow truck oh, driver. She's telling the guy how to do she's his job. She's doing her whole spiel Fuck. that she always fucking does. Now, now, 
She's telling the Aggie, which, by the way, the second tow truck driver, I just want to say, super cool guy. I have his business card, I think. Give him a shout-out, Yeah, I'm going to give him a shout-out, too. Yeah, come on. I want to give this guy an, an actual shout Oh, fuck. It's the same business card. My brother has the other You're business card. You're a terrible card. person. No, no, my brother has the other business terrible card. Terrible person. Go on. So, uh, so yeah, shout-out to him, uh, but his name is Ovan. <laughs> You, His name is Ovan. You hate this garage so much. <laughs> cards, just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, just in case you lose one card, just like shit on yeah. them next week. You should put one in your safety deposit box. <laughs> just keep it yeah. there. It's there for 20 Take years. Pictures of it, put it uploaded to the cloud, make a photocopy, stick it on the office door. Fred, the live just started for you? That's weird. Hold on. Let me see a little sum sum over here. That's weird that it just started for you. I just want to double check. You know what? It's going to... No, like we've, a, we've like been a, alive. You're like a modern-day Cicero. What's a Cicero? Okay, so... <sighs> Hold on. So, I want to finish. Jesus Christ beside So, shout-out to, to the Ovan, the, the other uh, tow truck driver. Super cool dude. Charges a very nice price from bring, to bring in from this godforsaken place. What's it called? St. <laughs> <Saint> Therese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all the way back to Park Extension, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I bring it back. Super cool dude. Charge a very nice price. Uh, and finally, so my mother was yelling at him how to do his job. Then I started. Now, when my mother does this, it pisses me the fuck off when she tells people how to do their job. No, no. Not telling them. Screaming at screaming them. Screaming at them. So now I get, is it a Ukrainian guy? No, he's Armenian. Super cool dude. And uh, now I get, my, my blood pressure starts to rise. You know, already I'm agitated. So now I start yelling at my mother. <laughs> In the middle of the street, bro. This job. poor guy is just there trying to do his job, bro. And then my brother's like, hold on, what do I do? I got to move the car. Now I'm yelling at my brother. I'm like, don't listen to mom. And my mom's like yelling, don't listen to this asshole. Nah. Who's and the I'm, asshole, you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 now, bro, it's a whole circus out there on the street. Then, bro, the towing truck doesn't fit. So now I got to go yell at neighbors, bro. So I start ringing doorbells. I yell at the neighbors that are parked next to my mom's parking spot. Shut I up. yell at them to come, bring, uh, come down, move their cars, bro. A complete circus happened on my street. It was a zoo. Bro, it was a zoo, bro. It was a complete zoo. My mother's got the dogs barking on the balcony. But bro, it's complete insanity, bro. I, bro, I was about to lose my mind, bro. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so yet, finally, <laughs> this was just a regular Thursday at the Poseidon household. This was a Thursday, regular Thursday. Nothing. <laughs> and then finally, finally, because the guy went through a hard time, I told my brother, I go, bro, give him a bit of extra. You know what I mean? Because he went through so much bullshit with my give mother. Give him uh, the boost. Yeah, uh, give him a, yeah, give him a, a bit of boost, right? Yeah, give him the boost. Give him the boost. So my brother gives him a bit of extra money. I go to him, all good. My brother took care of it. He's like, yes, thank you very much. Super cool dude. And uh, my mother goes, <laughs> my mother starts yelling, Armenian brother, Armenian brother, fuck Turkey, she goes. Oh, <laughs> my God. The cringe factor. Bro, bro, it was complete. Bro, when I tell you, hold on, yeah, I'm recording audio. Uh, bro, it was complete bananas, insanity, lunacy, bro, to another level, bro. The guy's laughing. The guy's there like, oh, you guys need to smoke some weed. He goes, <laughs> this guy's probably thinking I'm never towing a car to this area ever again. <laughs> like not happening. Bro, it was complete lunacy, bro. I think it was just a regular Thursday. A regular at the Thursday in the Poseidon you know, household. And my father wasn't even there. 
Imagine, you know, the viewers are probably thinking like, bro, this is fucking crazy, right? Like Steph is like, bro, people screaming and shit in the street. I've walked outside Poseidon's house, like just casually going to meet him and have witnessed these scenes. Just a regular fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. His mother holding a broom, warrior Xena, warrior Xena <laughs> princess, like a fucking Amazon rollers in her hair and shit, screaming, the dogs going bananas, completely normal. Bro, completely, bro, insanity. Bro. bro, thank God I moved out of there, bro. Yeah. Bro, my nerves were... Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know how you hold back. Huh? I don't know how you hold back. How do you just stand there, bro, getting yelled at by your grown ass mother, screaming at you from a balcony? Like I would. There used to be a lot of alcohol involved, like a lot. I wouldn't be able to hold. I'd be able to shut the like fuck up. Like a lot of alcohol. No, no kidding. A lot. Uh, so yeah, that was my that was my day basically. Yeah. Okay. So just to just to explain to you because. Uh, because you don't understand it, how the world works. So Cicero is not a thing. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Cicero, sorry. So Cicero was a Roman statesman. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Who hated Carthage. Okay. Okay, so you know how the Romans burnt, like they destroyed Carthage? Yes. So during the first Punic War. I, I saw that. What was the, the show that taught me about it? Um, what was that uh, hero's name, bro? What was his fucking name, the guy, bro? Aeneas? No, bro. The guy, bro, that became a gladiator. Gladi- a, gl- a gladiator. <laughs> a gladiator, sorry. This guy, bro. <laughs> a fucking Tupperware that you put in the freezer is a gladiator. He's a gladiator. No, no, the, he became a gladiator yeah, and then Maximus. he led the slaves. Maximus. He, that was his name. Oh, you're talking about uh, the Greek guy. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, from Carthage, no? No, he was Greek. He yeah, was he was Greek, but Greece. from. No, but he was from Carthage. Because in the beginning of the show. It, oh, fuck. What was his name? Somebody in the chat. Yeah, somebody it. in the chat. Google him. Uh, but then there's a whole. Scipio. What's no, his name? There's uh, five, five, six seasons about him. Ah, uh, fuck. And then he, he got crucified. I think so, yeah. They crucified all the slaves on the Appian Way to prove a point. It was yeah. the, the, the slave revolt of. Um... Fuck! Yeah, I know, I know. And then, and then there's that slow mo scene in the show where he's coming up from the like the hill, and it's all in slow mo, and he's carrying like two swords or some shit. It's like super badass, and then he kills some Roman motherfuckers. I don't know, I haven't seen the show, but anyway, so Cicero yes. was a, was a statesman who hated Carthage. So after the first Punic War, uh, Rome defeated Carthage, and they were tributaries. They they paid tribute, whatever. But Cicero, he wanted the destruction of Carthage so bad, kind of like you want the destruction of his towing company in mm. his garage. So every because time uh, give uh, may a I remind you, uh, there's no like I'm not um, I'm just mentioning the company name. They fucked over my brother out of money. They scammed him. No, no, for sure. You know, so there's no uh, there's no uh, what, what was that word the term uh, that you used before. Oh, defamation. Yeah, there's no defamation here. I'm just saying what happened. Yeah, so anyway, so Cicero, every time he would stand up in the Senate to deliver a speech, irrelevant of what it was, like, oh, let's talk about, I don't know, uh, something political or, you know, water or tax reforms, whatever, he would always end his speech with, and Carthage must burn to the ground. <laughs> like, 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 like that, that's how much he hated Car- That's how much you hate this company. So yeah, from yeah, now, no, every th- podcast has to start and end with fuck Garage, whatever the fuck it's uh, called. Garage Pierre Mondou Incorporated. <laughs> I have to say the ink. <laughs> yeah, fuck Garage Pierre Mondou. Yeah, fuck this place. Oh, Spartacus. Yes! Very good show, by the way. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Excellent show. I watched it a long time ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What a day. Yeah. Just a regular day, bro. How how much would you have wanted to be there on the street, watching? With Fly pop- on the wall with popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Fly just, on the wall, bro. I would. You know what? I would just show up 
with my fucking uh, like a little foldable beach chair. Just opened the foldable <laughs> beach chair, bro. Sat down with some popcorn and just watching the whole show. I would and I and I'm an instigator, so I would just like throw fire. Yeah, like I would be whispering things to your mom in Greek, like "Oh, he called you fat," you know, like just like, <laughs> "Hey, Armenian, fuck you." <laughs> oh, and then uh, there was a Pakistani guy that started yelling too, bro. At some point, why? Because when we backed up the car into the parking spot, it was too close to the line. So he starts yelling at the, the, the tow truck driver and at my brother. <laughs> bro, when I tell you it was a shit show. Fuck. What a day, bro. This, this is why I don't help my family usually. Are you okay? I'm not, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I heard it in your voice when you <laughs> called me. <laughs> bro, I have whiskey at home, bro. I'm going to go what, drink. You know what's funny? When you called me. You were talking to me in Greek because you didn't want the lady obviously to hear, right? Oh yeah. But you don't know any of the terms in Greek, so this was this is what she heard: timing belt, crank sensor, Volvo, timing belt, towing bitch, fucking whore. So I'm pretty sure she knew what the fuck you were saying. I don't give a fuck, bro. Fuck her, fucking Tana. What's her name? I'm not gonna say her last name, but her first name is Anne. From what garage? Uh, Garage Permondo Inc. Okay, where? <laughs> oh, in uh, Saint Therese. Okay, perfect. Quebec, yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking funny. Oh, bro, one day I think I think if, when when I learn how to finally write, I think I'm gonna write. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, properly, you know what I mean. Uh, I'm gonna write everything that has happened with my family, all into like sketches, movie shows, all kinds of shit. You know what? You should, and I've I've actually spoken to Padili about this. I want to write. Initially, it was a book, uh-huh. okay, but then I would love to write a book like a memoir and transform it into like a mini series, which I think we could do because we have the equipment and the more or less the know how of all the Kaza stories. Oh my! How beautiful would that, bro? You okay? It okay. would be like a rated R sitcom, bro. I think it would be the best sitcom on the planet. Uh yeah, like our like viewers know like ridiculousness in our lives, but they don't know the insanity that was. I'm not gonna say. I'm just gonna say it's. Yeah. We're just gonna call it Kaza, right? Yeah. Obviously, changed the name to protect some people. Yeah. But I was th- the other day. I got hammered alone because now I'm a father. That's what I yeah. do in my, in my in my spare time. <laughs> you too. Sometimes you need to. It was just a nice day, kick, bro. Kick back the bottle. <laughs> made myself a quadruple Bombay on the rocks with a lemon twist. And uh, I just saw, bro, and I don't know how I was just thinking of people because you know how Milton now he's moved cross continent mm, and shit. And mm. I was just thinking of like legs and everything, yeah, and how we've all kind of moved on. But that's that was like where we all met, yes. And I was it's just true. Thinking, it was like, it's insane in especially this climate of political correctness, the shit we went through. Wow. Like, can you can you imagine if the people that existed then, and we're only talking what ten years ago, not even. 2012, 13, 14, 15. Well, okay, so eight, nine uh, years ago. Yeah. If the things we did, or if, or if just normal people, because we were all fucked in the head. Of course, you had to be. of course, bro. To work there, I think it was a prerequisite. Yeah, can you, like, I'll tell you, for example, um, my interview. So I was, uh, I've been a waiter for most of my life. So uh, I'll, we'll give them a snippet. My interview, right, to get hired I remember at the time, Milton was there, Legs, Alex, uh, were all working there at this location. I was working somewhere else. Um, and whatever, I didn't really like it too much. And then everybody from 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 PX was working there. So and we all used to fucking play hockey and soccer together. So they're like, yo, just fuck this other place. Come work here for the summer. 
because we need waiters. And if it's cool, you stick around. I was like, okay, you know what? These are my homeboys. I could I could get down with it. So I remember I was like 18 years old. And when you're young, you always want to make a f- good first impression, mm. right? So Alex is like, look, on this day, uh, you're going to come. You're going to meet the owner. You're going to go through a little bit of an interview. And uh, he's going to tell you if you're hired or not. Now, I'm expecting from what I little I knew of the world when I actually thought that the world was a proper place with, you know, some kind of structure. <laughs> yeah, because, no, no, it's true. You grow up and you realize the world well, is just actually, a shit show. Not me. No, but the world is just a circus. Oh, it's yeah, of course. But bullshit. I knew this from a very young age because of my family uh, right, so, dynamic. Right, So because your fa- family was fucked. Yeah, yeah. My mom was very proper. Okay. Right? To my mom, it was always like, obey the law, mm. right? respect your seniors, you know, respect the rule of law. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know? Remember the two, but her way of saying it was very different. Right. So I go into this interview, like, mentally prepared. I was like, okay, cool. Uh-huh. You know, the guy's going to ask me experience, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, and I didn't have much experience. Being 18 years old, I was only working as a waiter for, like, what, a year prior? So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, fuck, I probably won't get this job, you know? Like, or he's going to tell me be a busboy. And I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to be a busboy, whatever. So I get there. Especially if you get used to waiter money, you don't want to go back well, to that Well, shit. that's the thing, right? So I so I show up to the interview, and uh, I meet the boss. We'll call him C, right? So C is there. So Alex introduces us. He's like, hey, this is my buddy Viron. Viron, this is C. Uh, so, you know, have your interview, whatever, I'll see you later. Like, oh, yes, yes. Okay, I just clicked. Yeah, so Alex walks away now. But he's in the vicinity. Like, I could see him. He's hovering, right? My interview was 45 seconds long. And the guy asked me three questions, okay? These are the questions I was asked in order to get a waitering job. Keep that in mind. First question. Are you Greek? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Greek. Okay, second question. Are you gay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's a a really weird question to ask somebody who's applying to be a waiter. Uh, But no, no, I'm not gay. (laughs) He's like, okay, third question. Do you like to masturbate? the fuck so now i'm thinking to myself bro i'm i'm like this is not a real interview oh fuck. somebody is playing a guy oh, so i'm fuck. looking over his shoulder at alex <laughs> like a deer in the headlights i'm like what the fuck like what do you answer to that question oh, my and God. alex is just like fucking answer just fucking answer the question i'm like yeah i masturbate yeah he's like okay good you're hired that was it <laughs> the guy didn't ask me do you have experience do you know how to fucking read english nothing all he asked me was if I was Greek, if I was gay, and that I masturbate. <laughs> and I answered, right? I think there may be two out of those three questions. I don't know. And uh, yeah, I got the job and it was like uh, the funnest five years of my life. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That was just a like a like a preamble That's to all amazing. the craziness that was to happen. And you worked there for like yeah, what, yeah, three, three months. Weeks? No. Three months. Yeah. No, you worked there for like three weeks. No, three months. Was it? Yes. Le- uh, Legacy came back from Greece and I was uh, fired because I broke two racks of glasses. Yeah, I, I remember, remember hearing it. Yeah, And also also in those three months that I worked there, by the way, I never got an interview. <laughs> Fred Dejardin really liked that story. I tell you, bro. It's, <laughs> that's, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's yeah, the craziest story. Bro, that's not even the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, yeah, bro. The stuff I've heard, bro. Oh, my God. The it's stuff true, I've experienced. Because you, yeah, but you, three experienced, months. but you experienced very small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Compared. Like I'll like I remember my first shift. Here's another funny story. Also, uh, I would just want to say you're the person that used to find the Caesar salads I used to hide all the time. Yeah. So Poseidon, uh, when he was he was a busboy. So obviously, because we were friends, we wanted to work as much as possible together. And he was kind of retarded. So I was like, okay, I'll take him under my wing so I could deal with his bullshit. So that because the other waiters were more serious, right? They were older and they're not gonna put up with this fuckery. So he would work with me a lot in my section. I would. I was very clean and proper when I work. Like I like having things organized. I'm yeah, very you were organized. organized. Yeah. So I'm walking through the section. By the way, just pause. Uh, I, I forgot to say, Pierre Luke, welcome to the chat, and I let go that welcome also. I didn't mention you before. So, uh, so I'm walking through my section, and there's a randomly there's a bowl with a half-eaten Caesar salad in the corner. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I look at this bowl. Okay, somebody clearly put this here. So I just grab the bowl and I throw it out. Right, I bring it to the dish pit. I'm just working, doing my shit. 25 minutes later, there's a fucking bowl on the coffee machine, half-eaten Caesar salad. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it can't be the same fucking Caesar salad. I just brought it to the fucking dish pit. I grab it, throw it out again. Another 20 minutes go by. I'm looking <laughs> under the counter, like behind the glasses. There's this little white thing looking. I fucking look. It's a half-eaten Caesar salad. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, what the fuck is happening over here? I see this kid. I'm like, yo, fatso. Have you been fucking stealing Caesar salads? No, you caught me. Oh, eating. no, I caught you eating yes, Caesar salad. Yes, you caught... Because this happened. This went on for a few weeks, eh? Yeah, weeks. And because I really... The, the first time you snapped, I'm like, fuck, I got to hide them better. So I started hiding them, bro. I was like the Caesar salad squirrel, bro. And you kept finding them, bro. And you kept losing your mind. Yeah. And one day you caught me. I don't remember how you caught we me. We were bro. working upstairs, I remember, in the section. Yeah, because there wasn't too many good hiding places upstairs. Yeah, you were working in the yeah, section yeah, and you yeah. were big, so he couldn't hide. So I'm walking up the stairs and I see Poseidon turned around, hunched over, eating something. So I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch. I start screaming at him. He doesn't understand. He's like, bro, it's just a fucking salad. I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, but you have to pay for those Caesar salads. Like it wasn't the, the regular salad from the restaurant that just came with every plate. This was an extra. So he was just walking by the kitchen past seeing a Caesar salad and just grabbing it. But No, he would, they would also make them for me all the time every time i'd ask no bullshit yeah but they okay, weren't not supposed every time. to first of all they weren't supposed not to not every time to i'd ask sometimes i'd have to steal them okay. also i would steal a lot of uh, butterfly shrimp yeah okay <laughs> so first of all you're not supposed to just ask the kitchen to make you shit and b those caesar salads that were on the pass had a, were from a ticket number which means every time you were taking a caesar salad a waiter somewhere in the restaurant was looking for that caesar salad which is why we were all losing our shit because we're like bro how are these caesar salads going missing so oh, and i shit. remember one time i was getting in uh, Mustak was working. Well, oh, you got into a scrap with one of them because of this. I remember scrap. this because I had an order for like four Caesar salads, right, on a table. I come, there's two Caesar salads on the pass. I'm like, hey, stupid. I'm like, learn how to fucking read. I need four salads. He's like, no fucking bullshit. I made four salads. Fuck you. I'm like, fuck me. Fuck you. I'm like, I'll make me my fucking salads before I jump over there and fucking pull out your larynx. And they're like, no. He's like, I'm not making. The kitchen shut down. They were refusing. They're like, no, we're not making. Stop. Chris, uh, the other the other guy, stop the whole the head cook stops the whole fucking line. He stopped there. He's like nobody is getting any plates until somebody comes out and says where these salads went. This fucker is upstairs eating the salads. Nobody knew. Chaos ensues for half an hour, and then weeks later, I catch him eating that Caesar salad. So I fucking lost it. I just blew my, like, I lost my shit on you, I remember. I don't yeah, remember yeah, exactly no. what I said, but I lost my Oh, shit. I don't remember either, but I, I, by the way, I was holding it in to not laugh in your face, by the way, eh? because it was so funny to me, because I didn't want to admit, because I knew you were going to get angry. I'm like, fuck it, I didn't get caught, I didn't get caught. Yeah. Hello? What the fuck happened? Oh. 
Fucking y'all crazy. Oh, so, that was weird. Uh, um, oh, yeah, that, w- that was funny. But, uh, and I, I think that was towards the end also because then I knew you were going to keep finding them. So I would take two, I think, at some point. I would take two in advance and hide one. You'd find it and I hide the other one just in case. Listen, that restaurant was organized chaos. The yes. fact that it worked as well as it did is mind-boggling. And then we had you trying to fucking put sticks in our gears every fucking... No, one stick. The Caesar salad. That's it. Yeah, but it wasn't one salad a and day. And the butterfly bro. shrimp. Yeah, two but it, sticks. But it wasn't one salad a day. Well, that's because I, I wanted to finish it. I'd never finish it. And then I'd go back to the hiding spot and it was thrown out. No, no. You, but that's the thing. You just wouldn't finish it. You just leave it there. What am I going to do? Leave a fucking salad? Anyways. That's... That's not even a story worth mentioning in my book. By the way, Michelle, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep the other ones for another time. Michelle, uh, their Caesar salad was phenomenal, and also uh, Michelle. To answer you, I just answered your question about why I would never finish them. The ice burglar. <laughs> yeah, but I would, I would definitely love to to to, to write a book. Oh, uh, bro, that would that would honestly, I think that would break records. Yeah, and uh, no, no, I, I I think. Uh, I like, think everyone would watch. You know, you know the people that are in those tribes somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, like in the Amazon and shit. Like, I think even these people would watch that shit. It has the potential to be great. Like, I think it, if it obviously would need to get picked up by like a big, of course, a of big, course, a big thing. But of course. It, the insanity of it uh, is amazing. Um, and for those and, and who those are not in the restaurant industry and don't know, uh, it also highlights a lot of vices like drug abuse, mm. alcohol abuse, gambling abuse. Just a lot of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> verbal, <laughs> physical. Verbal. I Was it? Some people. Oh, Alex, before you started working no, there. Never. Nobody dared. I, I killed yeah, him. Shut up. I remember I Alex. I remember. Listen, but I did take a lot of verbal abuse. I remember Alex. Uh, I had f- just started. So I was a waiter. He was a busboy. I remember. And keep in mind, this is what? 10 years ago, right? In Montreal. Mm. We were working terrace. One waiter uh, asked him to do something like, hey, get me bread or get me water or some shit, right? And Alex like, listen, I'm busy. Give me a minute. So the waiter asks him again. He's like, hey, I told you, get me fucking water on that table. I was like, listen, man, I'm fucking busy. Get it yourself. The manager, P, was standing next to the waiter, heard the whole thing. So as any normal manager would do, grabs a pitcher of water and ice full, eh? And doesn't he from like point blank range, like four feet away, just crack Alex across the head? No. In the middle of the terrace with 160 people looking. No. I swear to God. Cracks the kid in the head. Everybody now is freaking out. He just looks at all the... Everybody shut the fuck up and go back to eating your food. That's where it ended. That's where every... That's where it ended. Really? I swear to God. And I I remember it was I was like two, three weeks in. I'm looking at this. I'm like... What the fuck just happened? Yeah, I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "There's no way that just happened." Alex got fired, and then he got hired the next day because that was also a thing. Everybody would get fired, and then they would just get yeah. rehired the next day. Except for me. Except for yeah. Because <laughs> I broke two racks of glasses. Yeah, I remember hearing it like 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 you, you weren't there from, that day. Yeah, I was. Were you? No, yeah, you, I was. You were. I was working outside. And I heard. Oh. And then I heard C screaming, P screaming, like what the fuck? What's going on? P didn't. I don't think P screamed. Yeah, I screamed after because he didn't C, scream at me though. C screamed at him, so he was pretending to scream, and he was like losing it. Oh uh, yeah. Alex yeah. was there. I was there. Oh, you know why? C, you know when when I when he walked into because he heard this, storms over to the kitchen with his signature hands behind the back walk. You know that signature walk. Hands behind yeah, yeah, the back yeah, walk, yeah, you course. know? And he, and, and he looks at this, and he just looks at me, and he goes, he turns around, beep, beep. 
that guy out <laughs> like that. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. You, the, so not only were, was like the staff fucked up and the whole environment, like even the owners were crazy. Like the head big owner. I remember one day I was working with, uh, remember Laser? I think I think you were a little uh, bit before. I know him. Yeah. So yeah, Laser totally. had. Uh, he had come back when I was there. Right. Exactly. So Laser had uh, a, a huge drug problem. Like laser would go, like we would go out drinking after after work. Major laser. Yeah, major laser. So we would go out drinking after work, and laser would disappear for four days. <laughs> no joke. He just wouldn't show up to work. Scheduled, wouldn't show up to work. Fuck. Calling his cell phone, calling his house. The kid would be blacked out somewhere in a hole. Like nothing happened. We used to call him Lazarus, like the 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 uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. rebirth of Lazarus. Yeah. Like he would show up after five six days. Fully dressed, shaven, clean, everything. What's up, guys? Where's my section? Like, as though nothing would happen. I'd be like, Laser, bro, you've been gone for four days. Where the fuck were you? He's like, I don't know, bro. I woke up in my bed yesterday. Yeah, straight up like that. So one day I'm working with Laser. We're upstairs. And uh, I don't think you know him. The big, big owner walks in, right? So you, so when no, he would walk in, everybody would be like, like, you know, like the word would get back, like, oh my God, he's here, he's here, he's here. Pretend like you're working. So everybody was in their sections, like pretending like we're actually, we actually gave a fuck. So he's walking by. He doesn't talk to anybody, just the way he is. So he's walking by. Me and Laser are working upstairs. Comes into our section, starts looking. Laser was wearing, uh, you know what corduroys are? No. So it's just a type of uh, like a fabric of pants. It's just that it has little stripes in it, like little lines. Mm. But it's, okay, just, it's okay, a dress okay. pants because we okay. have to wear dress pants, right? Like like a pinstripe suit. But but they're not like black and white. It's just it's all black. Like whatever. I'm right? gonna Google it after. Yeah, I'll whatever yeah. it is. It, it's it, it's dress clothes <clears throat> that we had to wear. Anyways, whatever. So the guy walks in, looks at laser, but does this. Huh? The guy, by the way, is like five feet tall. Looks him up and down, bro. Like. He, like he's a piece of shit. Grabs the fabric of his pants just like this with his fingers. You're fired. And he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. A waiter got fired on a Saturday right before his shift because he was wearing the wrong kind of fabric, according to him. And they left me, an inexperienced kid that had worked there for at this point like one month, didn't even know the menu, alone to do balcony all by Aww. myself. Chaos ensues. Uh, I go to my shift the next day and Laser was there. I'm like, Laser, what the fuck? What happened? He's like, oh, nothing. He got rehired. <laughs> like nothing happened. And the best part is that the owner came at like two weeks after that, right? And again, it happened to be me and Laser working upstairs. So he shows up. I'm like, oh, fuck, not again. And he's wearing the same corduroys. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, Laser. I'm like, motherfucker. Guy walks up, looks at Laser. Looks at his pants. Looks at Laser. Uh, do I know you? Laser's like, no, I'm new. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all it was, bro. That's all. And I'm looking at them like, there's no way. There's no way this is happening. There's no way he doesn't know who he is. What's uh, happening? That place was a Twilight Zone insanity. No. Yeah, no, no. Bro, my mother one time, I think, came. But even the customers were fucked. For what it's worth, we had some really fucked up customers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that area too. Yeah, I remember. But my mother, because then my mother apparently heard stories and shit. So she wanted to come investigate, right? Okay. So uh, my mother comes and she starts talking with the, the owner, right? And uh, and what does the owner tell her, bro? And she freaked out. Oh, he may he goes. Uh, I'm gonna make you a coffee. She goes, my mother goes, no, no, it's okay. Thank you, I appreciate. It. No, 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 no. I'm gonna make you a 
coffee. You know, start yeah. freaking out. Huh? Goes back, makes an espresso, bro. And uh, and the guy goes, uh, no, she goes, like, can you get some sugar in it, please? Sugar? No, 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 no sugar. You're going to put honey. My mother goes, I don't want honey in an espresso. I want sugar. Right? Okay. So the guy starts freaking out. Oh, the three whites. The three whites. Oh, classic life. Flour, sugar, and, and cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and mother goes, excuse me. <laughs> bro, one time I was pouring myself a Pepsi, bro. Yeah, so, so just so they understand, his motto in life was that there are three white powders that are gonna kill you: yes. sugar, flour, and cocaine. And yeah. he's not technically wrong. He's not wrong, but he's it's not, not something you tell to a child of a sixteen-year-old, to a mother of a sixteen-year-old. Uh, no, I was eighteen at the time. Whatever. Well, you difference. were big for your age. <laughs> <laughs> I was eighteen physically, but yeah. mentally I was eight. six. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay seven. Yeah. Let's meet in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> So call Gordon Ramsay to go there. Uh, Holy hackfee. That would be an episode. First of all, Gordon Ramsay wouldn't last just because he would get the <clears throat> cussed the <throat> fuck out. Who would get cussed the fuck out? Gordon Ramsay. Because nobody there gives this a fuck. Is nobody Ramsey. would try to change though. Like they would tell him, bro, get the fuck out of here. Like straight up. Like Okay. Mm. Let's let me, okay, let me give you another story as an example. Because they seem to like this. So, oh, they uh, love this. I love this. So, so th- I can't say his name because I don't want to. But remember this guy, his first name started with a T. We all called him by his nickname, which was G. Uh, yes, okay. yes. This guy <coughs> was, and I've worked in several restaurants uh, with hundreds of different waiters. He is, to this day, the most fucked up individual I've ever met in my life. Super high-functioning drug addict. Um... So, so we're working balcony one day, and just so the the listeners can get a visual, the way it worked is there was a terrace on the bottom and there was a terrace on the second floor. Now, there were also apartments on the third floor of this building, and to get to those apartments, you had to go from a back staircase, which went through that terrace. Mm. Okay, uh, being a restaurant and trying to maximize and make as much money as possible, we would put tables everywhere. So technically, you had to leave. I don't know, let's say six or eight feet. From the staircase. But we would put tables like, not us, our boss would scream at us to put tables right up against that staircase just to get those extra two seats. Mm. So one day I'm working with, we'll call him G. So I'm working with G. And um, one of the tenants from the third floor is coming up. And there were, I don't know if you remember, they were uh, mostly like uh, university students. Mm. So this girl is coming up and she has her bicycle with her. So she's walking up the stairs. Oh, this has happened multiple times. And I remember, yeah, but this time was especially fucked up because of his reaction. So the the stairs would kind of twirl. So she's coming up and she's carrying this bicycle. So as she's coming up the last part of the stairs, she turns and her bicycle had pegs. And one of the pegs hits our customer in the head. Oh, shit. As they were eating, right? Because the table was too close to the staircase. So now our customer starts bleeding a bit. No. Starts bleeding. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, mon dieu. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this? And uh, so, again, I was new and didn't know the, the, the chaos. So I'm just I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, fuck. Like, what do we do? So I, I go get G. I'm like, yo, G. I'm like, bro, you, you, somebody just fucking cracked your head, your customer across the head with a bicycle. And the guy comes out now, right? Stoned out of his mind. Looks. She's screaming now. Il m'a frappé avec, elle m'a frappé avec sa bicyclette. Da, da, da. Madame, stop fucking screaming. You're at a restaurant, not a fucking zoo. <laughs> she's like, no, she's like, he hit me with a, with a bicycle. Yes, what would you like me to do? So the customers, like, we're all stopped. We're like, she's like, what? Like, what are you saying? 
He's like, what do you want me to do? Do I look like a fucking doctor to you? He's like, do you think I went, got my medical degree and came to be a waiter because it was my life fucking passion? He goes, I can't do anything, so shut the fuck up and eat your food. And he just walked away. <laughs> well, I felt terrible for that lady. Bro, I felt so insane, bad. I went, bro. I got her like a, like a rag with water. Yeah. To put on her head And then eventually She had to go to the hospital pa. But zero fucks Like I've never experienced People talking to customers But what was insane Was that the customer Would just take it Well cause then You deal with that As a customer You see this You're like Oh what the fuck I've seen G We were working Again to us Downstairs Okay This was even more Fucked up uh, We were working At the back of the terrace Remember how Those the staircase Uh huh so every all the waiters would go there and smoke because it yeah, was a little bit hidden, this. so the boss couldn't really see you. He's fucking I don't know high off his kite. Decides that he wants to to light a joint. Oh, the So now he starts smoking a <coughs> joint in the back. I'm working, and I start smelling it. I'm like, what the fuck? But the area we were had a lot of students again, a lot of young kids. So it was it was pretty common for people to smoke uh, on the street or whatever. So I didn't think it was him, but now the smell is getting really strong. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like. Jesus. So now the customers start complaining. So there was this table with two ladies. And they're like, hey, they stopped me. They're like, hey, your fucking uh, ton colleague, your, 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 your colleague, your coworker, is smoking weed on the terrace. So I turn around and he's not even trying to hide it at this point. He's just chilling in his section, bro, smoking. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, golf, stop fucking smoking, bro. People can see you. He's like, oh, fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> Straight up to her. Fuck you, madame. He starts screaming. He starts smoking. I'm like, Jesus Christ. She gets up, goes to get the owner. Oh, no. So she's like, hey, she goes, votre serveur. He fumes du pot sur la terrasse. Nah, 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 nah. So she makes a big stink about it. C comes down, starts cussing out G, right? So he's like, Malaka, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? Nah, 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 nah. So he throws out the, the joint, right? He's like, okay, fuck it. So a few minutes go by. Now I see him, he's antsy, right? At some point. This was his table, by the way. These were his customers, these two ladies. So at one point now, them, they're, they keep like adding, right? Every time he was walking, he's like, hey, on peut pas croire que t'as fait ça. You know, we can't believe you do this. Like, what kind of a fucking waiter are you? Whenever coming back to this place, blah, blah. He snaps. I kid you not. This happened on a regular day, broad daylight, maybe six in the afternoon. I see G, bro, pull a bag of Coke out of his pocket. Okay? He's holding a bag of cocaine now. He goes to the ladies' table as they're eating, moves their plates, like just pushes them, puts the cocaine on the table, uses a credit card, makes a line, and takes a line of cocaine off their table. And he goes, now, here, bitch, now you have something to complain about, you fucking whore. And he just walks away, and he's like, I hope you never fucking come back. God damn. I was like, 18 years old, bro. 18 years That's old. Insanity. I'm standing there, I'm like, what the That's fuck? That's insane. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way that happened. I'm like, there's no way. That guy's gonna get fired, cops are gonna come nothing happened bro nothing the, the ladies uh -huh. like left obviously i think he even made them pay they left no repercussions to him whatsoever yeah that place was insane i love bananas it. insane like that's the first time i was exposed to how fucked up the world is 
and it was it was like a bombardment. Yeah, yeah. Every day, sensory overload. Yeah, every day there was something. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? No, no, no. That place was a clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. A cl- complete fuck of clusters. And I remember that's why we used to call it organized chaos because there was no other way to explain it. Half the waiters were hammered out of their minds. The other half were doing all kinds of cocaine. Uh, nobody really knew how anything worked, but we kind of just made it happen. So it was organized chaos. And I was there, what, for four or five years? And it was crazy. And I, but it's the best stories. Yeah. Oh, and these stories are not even crazy stories. This is just like snippets so you guys can understand. Yeah. Just the characters we worked with. You had Lazarus who would disappear. You had G who was on coke all the time. Yeah. This this would be, you know, The Office. Yeah, exactly. This would be The Office, but... Rated R. Rated R on yeah. steroids, on cocaine. Yeah. It would be a complete uh, insane of a show. There yeah, would exactly. be like 10 seasons. People would want more. Yeah, you see, you can do anything. Just don't get caught. Yeah, Heat, but you. we didn't give a fuck about getting caught. We want, like, someone wanted to get caught. They didn't give a fuck. Well, cussing customers out. I remember, oh, I remember one time Milton. Oh, this is good because this involves people. I mean, they don't really know Milton, but Milton was a very close friend of ours. Mm. But Milton, so you understand, is the nicest guy. How mm. nice is Milton? Oh, uh, sweetheart. Super correct, <coughs> proper, <coughs> doesn't swear. He's like the sweetheart of a man, right? Like he's every woman's dream guy to marry, mm. right? He's just a really nice guy. And I'm every woman's nightmare. To <laughs> exactly. Marry. exactly. <laughs> so, so the complete opposite of me. Don't forget, the devil was once an angel. <coughs> So uh, I remember Milton had a table. This guy was pretending to be a baller, which is stupid because it wasn't oh, a Milton? restaurant. No, the, some customer. Oh, okay, he okay. was here with a date or something. First of all, it wasn't a restaurant uh, where you came to be a baller. Like our slogan. Oh, yeah, no, no, it really wasn't. No, no. Our, slo- <laughs> like, our slogan for, like w- within us was that this is just fast food made slow. Like This was, <laughs> this was shit. So he, he's like ordering the shrimp to start and give me the garlic bread, not just the regular bread. Give me the garlic bread. You know, he's like acting like a baller, you know? So Milton was a nice guy. He's playing along with it. He's trying to give the guy good service. So whatever, it comes time to pay. And uh, back then the credit card machines, they weren't mobile. So you had to, because oh, yeah, they were this. tied, right? So, they were, so this was amazing, by the way. This was a restaurant that would serve like 1,600 people on a Saturday night. And you had two credit card machines tied to a wall and you had lines of people waiting. Yeah, I remember that. So, uh, so the guy comes to pay. Now I'm next to the credit card machine. I'm, I'm passing a customer on one machine and Milton is passing him on another machine, right? So as we all do, we're looking at the tips. Th- this guy's bill was, uh, I remember it was in the high 90s and I remember because he rounded it up to 100. But the, bill, the guy, the customer, okay. but the bill was like $97. Okay. He rounded it up to a hundred. Okay. So Milton's tip was three dollars. Oh, what a scumbag! So I it should have been uh, thirteen dollars. Well, no, it should have been like fourteen seventy-five or whatever. So Milton, quick. Oh math. yeah, you're right. One plus one is three. So Milton now obviously doesn't say a word. He just gives me the look, like the look, like a oh fuck, like anybody who's worked in restaurants knows the look, like oh man, I just got like your heart got stabbed. You're like oh fucking asshole, right? And, and it's even worse because you worked extra hard to make him mm, happy, mm. right? To impress him in front of his lady friend. Yeah. So I, being a good friend, and this was a few years into it. So I had picked up the way of working at this at this place, right? I, I reach over and I press cancel on the machine. So I press cancel on his customer's machine. I go, hey, I go, here you leave 15%. I go, what the fuck is this shit? So the customer starts getting mad at me. 
C'est que moi, je laisse ce que je veux. I leave whatever the fuck hey, I what want. What a loser. I go, oh, yeah? Okay. I turn around to the manager, P. I'm like, yo, P. I'm like, uh, you want to come here for a second? I'm like, and again, it was like, if somebody would do it to me or to another waiter, I would be like, okay, maybe we deserve it. Fuck, look at when Expedia decides to fucking call me, bro. Just don't answer that, Malaga. But because it happened to Milton and he was such a nice guy, I couldn't let it stand. I couldn't. Mm. So I call the manager over. He's like, what's the problem? So the guy starts going off now. He's like, I have what fucking server, your fucking waiter over here. Uh, he's telling me how much I can and can't tip, which technically we're not allowed to do. And again, I would never do, but it was Milton. Mm, yes, which so, is, is a sweetheart. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. And you feel bad for him. So, uh, And there were no rules at this place. Like nobody. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so he's freaking out. Now. He's like, nah, me. He's like, I give whatever the fuck I want. This is more than enough. And it's not true because for those of you who don't know, it's like in Quebec, I'm sure that the law is different. We have to pay taxes on tip. So when you under tip, it's like it costs us money because the government doesn't care how much oh, yeah, the yeah. customer actually gave. They're going to assume that you made 15% yeah. tip. Yeah, yeah, So true. if you have a really shit week, it ends up biting you in the ass. Yeah. So the manager comes over. Now this guy's screaming, right? Oh, you're fucking waiter. Who the fuck does he think he is? Da, 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 da. So Pablo's like, oh, shit. So P is like, um, he sees the transaction. He's okay, let me, monsieur, calm down. Let me see the transaction. So he looks at the transaction. Bro, sees the $3 tip on 97 no, no, he goes, you have to tip the guy 15. He goes, you know what? Just because of this, you have to give him 20 bucks. He goes, I'm not letting you leave here if you're going to try to fuck my waiters like this. So the guy's like, nah, he goes, me, I don't have money. This is all I have. $100 is all you're getting. Oh, but it was acting super baller. Yeah, super bougie. The manager now looks at the customer, tells him, I don't give a fuck what you have to do. He goes, you, sorry, it wasn't his, uh, his girlfriend, it was his wife, by the way. I just remembered because of what he said. He goes, I don't give a fuck what you have to do. I don't give a fuck, he goes, if I have to make you sit down while I sell your wife on the corner as a fucking prostitute so she can make money to pay this fucking bill and give my waiter his fucking tip. He goes, you fucking understand? At this point, all the waiters come around, bro. We're like 10 waiters. I had, bro, waiters were looking at the guy telling him, bro. Pause. Either- Enzo, it's not that, no. Keep going. So he goes, either you fucking tip or you get your legs broken. Bro, like a gang scenario. Do you understand? One guy's telling him to go sell his wife on the corner. Another waiter's telling him I'm going to fucking stab you. Midnight Milton's like, please, please, guys, just stop. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so needless to say, he fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let me tell you, bro. Let me, like, I, I, I even think the manager went and locked the door. Really? Yeah, bro. Like, he was like, no, no, you're not fucking leaving here. Like, this was like gangland. Uh, no, no, this, this place, picture picture the Badlands. Yeah, no. This was like a slice of the Badlands. Like, picture Mad Max. No way. No, it's I'm, not. I'm reading what Pierre-Luc wrote. There's no way. No, no. All uh, oh, that. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that in a moment. Holy I saw it too. Fuck. Yeah, I was going to bring it. And um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, that place was like, take Mad Max. You know how Mad Max the movies were and shit? Yeah, that yeah, craziness? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, take that. In a restaurant setting. In a restaurant setting. Mm. And add drugs. There Again, was no drugs in... Actually, was there drugs in Mad Max? No, there wasn't. No, I don't think so. No. Again, the, they have... Like, the viewers have to realize that these this, these are not even real... The, like, the... Like, real no, stories. The, these are just snippets of the insanity. Not just snippets. It's the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. These and, stories. And, and what I've always told uh, Padeli was that if I if I would ever write like this in memoir, these stories, 
I actually believe like people would discredit me. They'd be like, no, there's no way. These are not real characters. These are not real stories because nobody would do this. And yet it's true. Yeah, yeah. But, but who gives a fuck about that? Right. F- fuck people. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> specifically, uh, the people <laughs> yeah, over sorry. at uh, Garage Pierre Mondeau Incorporated. Yeah. Fuck these people. <laughs> Incorporated. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but uh, wh- what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Honestly, I think now you have a bit more free time on your hands, right? If I'm not mistaken. Is that uh, correct? Yeah, I, I, I do? have a lot of free time, yeah. Yeah? Uh, I think you should get it started. Well, actually, I don't have a lot of free time. Did I tell you I'm going back to school? You are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so... Congratulations. Uh, thank you. So, uh, I've I've always loved... Uh, you know how much I've always loved school and academia. Mm. Uh, so, I got my uh, my master's and I did my, uh, my honors uh, thesis. And then I had kids and the marriage. So, kind of life got away from me. And I tried some other endeavors and it didn't work out. And then by chance, I ran into this professor who's tenured and he's the chair of his department at the University of Ottawa. So he offered me, uh, he offered to to see me through my PhD to be my, my, my advisor. Oh, shit. And it's honestly, it's, it's even in academia, like where there's more structure than life, it's really who you know, right? Yeah. So you can't pass up an opportunity like this because a lot of, potential is lost by kids who try to do it and it's just professors don't have time or whatever like they don't care so there's a lot of missed opportunities so when an opportunity like this like i was thinking to myself like no i I can't let this go because i'm gonna regret it for the rest of my life Mm. and i don't want to get to that point where i think to myself it's too late i should have yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna go and finish the phd and eventually become a professor like i always wanted maybe in the meantime write uh, my memoirs and uh, yeah you can have some uh, extra bit of time until you start Uh yeah or in between you know what i mean yeah how how much time that's gonna take what 20 30 hours of your week studying and all that i don't know because uh because it's in history right yeah it's in classics uh actually it's it's uh because i have to mesh it with his department okay so he's the chair of uh of uh, athletics and uh, kinetics Okay. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm basically gonna do my thesis on uh, on uh, you're gonna like this. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at Spartan society. Oh. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at the goge, which was their training system. That's yes. when they would take the kids at the age of six and rigorously train them until the age of eighteen. Mm. So what I'm gonna do is uh, to tie it in with athletics is I'm gonna take a look at uh, modern science and what we know about the human body, musculature and conditioning. And modern diet, so how carbohydrates, proteins, uh, fats influence the body. And remember when I used to train a lot? Yeah. When I used to be like ripped Viron, and I used to train like five times a week. So I'm gonna take what I know as my personal knowledge uh, in uh, in physical training, what modern science tells us in physical training, which is his department of expertise in modern athletics, and compare that to what the primary historical sources from antiquity tell us. So you know how we have statues or like the 300, like, oh, oh, and they're all like rippling pectorals and six packs and shit. Well, I want to try and, and and compare and contrast what is possible and what is not. I don't know if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, like no, How no. much of it would have been real? How much of it would have been real? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because actually. there's a big misconception, like, n- not misconception because it's true. You do need a lot of protein to make muscle. Yes. But uh, the Mediterranean diet, which is one of the healthiest diets in the world, uh, and which Greeks use a lot today is still focused on a lot of legumes and vegetables. Mm. So we eat like a lot of beans, a lot of um, but beans lent- are, are very heavy in protein also. Exactly. So it, we have literary evidence uh, from uh, the, the the ancient world where the Spartans would actually eat very little meat because it was very expensive, right mm. back then at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So they would only have meat like once a week. So they had m- multiple meals a day 
which was mainly, you know, vegetables and, and carbohydrates, potatoes and stuff like that. And yet they had, you know, rippling musculature. Uh, they were great soldiers, extreme endurance. So well, yeah, they had to be strong. They were carrying 50 pound shields uh, hours. Yeah, maybe not 50 pound shield, but it, 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 was, so it, it was about 40, 50 pounds. It was if like you look at it. 40 pounds. I think like the whole armor was 75 pounds, which is a lot. It's a bro to walk around lot. with it. Not even to walk around with people don't. Obviously, we because movies are one thing, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, Greece is a very hot climate. Mm. So imagine you're battling under the beating sun. It's 40, 45 degrees. You're wearing metal armor, mostly copper or bro actually bronze or steel armor. You're boiling, bro, under that armor. That oh, armor yeah. is 75 pounds. You're fucking sweating. The sun is beating down on you. You're thrashing a sword, trying not to get your throat slit. So it was, it was very chaotic. They, they, oh, they, yeah, were, yeah. they were very well-built people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I just want to examine... Uh, also, the military uh, strategies were pretty top-notch. Oh, they were pretty good for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty good for the time. Uh, I think Greece as a very small nation did a lot. Of, they, they accomplished oh, yeah. much. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Greece today not so much, but uh, whatever. Uh, well, Greece <laughs> look Greece today is a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes, sometimes maybe, maybe shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, can you explain in a nutshell your country's history? Nah, sometimes maybe good. Sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. <laughs> look, look. Basically, yeah. it did this. It did this for people watching. It did this, then it did this, and then it just did this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been kind of doing this for a very long time. Yeah. You know what happened? It's because we did so much. Like in antiquity, we're like, okay, fine. We'll give you democracy. We'll give you like modern, yes. like not modern, but advents in mathematics. I don't like saying stupid shit like, oh, we invented mathematics. No, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. We helped advanced mathematics so astrology uh philosophy political science law all these things and then we're like you know what fuck it we gave the world everything or the western world and we're like here autopilot this shit just run with it we're gonna chill on our beach and have a coffee next thing you know bro everything went down in the dark ages boy they fucked up everything all they had to do was run it on autopilot so we took a we took a 2000 year hiatus yeah which means that we might be coming back anytime <laughs> and, and what did they get in the meantime Dead. This. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so this is the Spartan gene when you let it go. <laughs> uh, yeah, many people know about Socrates and Aristotle, but how many people know about Poseidon? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! You know what? You summarize our modern country very well. Yes, in uh, in physical form yeah. and yeah. the way I speak, the way I act. very loud and a lot on the outside, but not much happening inside. That's dead. Completely <laughs> dead on the inside. <laughs> And that's oh, why it's shit. funny because we could laugh about it, right? Yeah, exactly. No, but do you? I, I, I was going to ask you a question because the uh, DNA. You can ask me two questions. Oh, I can. I can ask you three. Oh shit! Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking, you know how? Do you think we got very tired of doing all this, the constant wars of our country, right? Okay. okay. Wait, wait. After sorry, uh, sorry, because I was reading something. Go on. Sorry. The constant wars of our country. Our country being. Canada or Greece? Greece. Okay. The constant wars that has gone through thousands and thousands of years. Do you think the fatigue from all that carries through into the DNA? Uh, the fatigue of warfare? The, not just the fatigue of warfare, but also the fatigue of doing all this, creating democracy, the, the math, the arts, the astrology, all this shit. Do you think it is also kind of like, you know how they say like uh, for black people in uh, North America? 
how they were sl- their forefathers were slaves for 400 years. And that kind of same mentality has been kind of, it's kind of in the DNA sometimes that, like the slave mentality for some people. Do you think we went through so much as a Greek people that it is embedded in our DNA? Like we went through 400 years of slavery too. Okay, so... You know what I mean? But a different kind of slavery? I get what you mean, but I think, first of all, you're talking about like the hypothetical theory of like a priori knowledge, which is when you're born with, with... with sort of like a certain amount of knowledge or... or, or um, Not born with knowledge, but your DNA carries history. I don't think... It, no, I don't think your DNA carries history. I think it's just... Um, now, no, this is a very no, far-fetched no, no, question, no, no. by I don't the way. Think, no, your DNA certainly does not carry history. Absolutely not. Uh, but I do think um, when looking back at... <laughs> Fuck you, Pierre Luc! <laughs> Bastard! Yeah, exactly. The, like, <laughs> Like if anything, the Greeks were civilization builders, and then we have this fuck. So, so uh, no, no, it's it has nothing to do with with uh, with your DNA. I think it's, however, history does play a big role in any culture, right? No. So when you look back, for example, as being Greek, and 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 we have to be, you know, uh, how can you not be uh, uh, excited and happy about it? Because we have so much, and we contributed so much, and I think that's why, uh, despite all the shit that we've like our ancestors have been through because yeah we had a lot of great moments but we had a lot of really bad moments of course but that helps it, it it's embedded in the psyche of every greek that look yes we're going through shit times now but there was a time when we were great and we have the potential as a people like all people of all of nations yeah to get back to that however the difference is that and i think one of the most important things is that every human being has potential to be great okay it has to do a lot with your environment so, for example, you are born in Canada, which is a first world nation. You have access to universities uh, and all amenities. So you have the potential to become something great. Instead, you chose to be a piece of shit. Uh, talking shit into the microphone. Yeah. Blasting other businesses that fucked my brother over out of money called <laughs> Garage Pierre Mondo Incorporated. So you like you don't have an excuse. Like if you don't become successful to some degree, you don't really have an excuse because you you have the opportunity to do it. Mm. If you unfortunately, for example, it could be 2020, the same year, whatever, or whenever the fuck you were born, uh, you could have been born in Africa or in the Middle East or Southeast Asia or somewhere in the world where you would be poor, born into an impoverished family or in a war zone mm. where you wouldn't have access uh, to universities or higher education. So that's the only difference in my mind as to human potential. It's just the access to the tools to explore your potential, right? Mm. So, for example, um, let's say... uh, We're going to finish this, and I'm going to explain to you why I asked you this question. It's not because I'm lazy, by the way, or anything like that. It's because I saw something. I'm going to make it very short. So, let's say, for example, you're a child, or just you're a sub-Saharan nation, okay? Or a nation that has a post-colonial nation, right? That got the shit kicked out of it. Mm. So you might have stories of your ancestral past when you guys were a great empire or a great African kingdom, let's say, or an Asian kingdom or whatever, right? Uh, Like Mongolia, Genghis Khan, the largest land empire to ever exist. Modern-day Mongolia, not so good. Mm. So we have the same thing, but it's different. How can I explain this? When you're going through shit times, but you look up and see the Parthenon, it's physical history. Mm. You're physically reminded that even though you're enslaved as we were for 400 years, and even though the Ottoman overlords are telling you you're nothing more than a slave, you can't help but be reminded that there is something more. So I think as Greeks uh, and Greece in general uh, was 
gifted that, that not only did they do something great, but there are remnants of our greatness. Like our mm. history got recorded and it wasn't destroyed and it got passed down. So through all the tough times of Greece's history, they were always able to look back and say, look, we had great writers, we had philosophers, we had empire, and they lived it. Delphi, the Parthenon, um, all these places, the theaters. So they had access to this and I help, and I think it really did help uh, maintain their roots to some degree, which is why Greece today has no fucking excuse to be in the shithole it fucking is. They have to get up and fucking start doing yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, why did you ask the question? The reason why I asked this question is because I landed on an interesting video the other day and it kind of led me down a rabbit hole. It was talking about LeBron James and a new college uh, basketball player, which is an absolute beast of a basketball player. Okay. And he's practically unstoppable when he dunks, when he, you know, when okay. he passes. What's wrong with this fucking destroy, bro? Uh, why are you laughing? No, no, go on. <laughs> How we go from zero to a hundred? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, today was a very nerve wracking day. So <laughs> I can tell. So I saw something, and the, 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 it explained the theory once again. A theory that people like. But let's be honest. Everything is a theory. Yeah. Like yeah even yeah. what science? Okay, not everything. Yeah, yeah. That's not, but most everything is a theory because right. Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. It's that we're in constant evolution. Exactly, of the and this is just a conversation. So right. I'm not saying anything is uh, written stone or anything. I just found it very interesting, and I want to bring it up because as much as I have my goof, goofy side, I do have my side that is very like curious, and you know what I mean. The only thing we are certain of is that Garage Pierre Mondou Incorporated <laughs> garbage. Yeah, that's the only thing that's not a theory. <laughs> it's the only thing we could say with absolute certainty that the sun <laughs> will rise tomorrow, and that Garage Pierre Mondou Incorporated. Or piece of shit and death and taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I love you too. In a platonic way. No homo, bro. Hey. Maybe a little bit. Okay, just a bit. All just right. a tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying now? Oh yes. So uh, I landed on this video, uh, and I was talking about LeBron James, the how he's such a beast of a basketball player, and this new college. I forgot the the college basketball player's name. How he's such a beast, also. Okay. And uh, like he uh, he's basically practically unstoppable as a guy in the collegiate level of basketball. And uh, the video explained a theory that the reason why these players exist is not because they trained to become like this or or they didn't become strong by training. It's embedded in their DNA, this strength. They just trained and kind of like tapped it. Like how like you can train all you want like this guy to become that basketball player, but you will never become like this basketball player because it's embedded in his DNA, that power, strength, speed. It's hundreds and thousands of years of... of um, yeah, of course. Of, uh, you know, kind of like Spartans. Yeah, of course. You know, that's not a theory. I understand exactly what you're saying. See, yeah. before, what you said was, what did you say? You said the... Uh, kind of like... Because uh, before, you you dealt with I, the metaphysical I, aspect. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. So I switched it up a bit because then it made me curious about that for no, other stuff. I don't think the metaphysical can be translated. Uh, but the physical, certainly. I mean, look, I'm six feet tall. No matter how much I train, I'll never be seven feet tall. Some people are just naturally gifted. Yeah, uh, they're yeah, they faster, they're bigger, yeah. they're stronger, right? And that's the whole premise that I had said at the last podcast, where women athletes are complaining that they want to they want to play on the same level as male uh, athletes yeah, yeah. in their respective sports. But genetically, it's unfeasible. Like we mm. could make it happen, but either you would have to slow down their their male counterparts, yeah, 
Which is, it's not possible? Yeah, these are just, yeah, this is a natural thing, obviously. And some people are just better uh, skilled for certain things, just Mm. genetically, right? Like, remember, oh, you remember uh, back in the day, one of our friends, um, what's his name? Lobop, we used to call him. He's in Greece now. And it's funny because he's Spartan and he moved back to Sparta. So we were like, Maybe I know him by face. 15, Grigori uh, was his name. Anyways, so basically, we were 15, 16, 17 years old, right? We were young kids before training, before really playing oh, sports. Oh, he was, uh, uh, bro, the, uh, this guy went to Evangeline at some point. He threw a, he, got, he, he managed to lift a, you know those things with a metal thing like this? Oh, the big cinder blocks. The big cinder blocks. I believe it. He managed to move it. I, b- I don't think his name was Grigori, though. Uh, no, it was. Anyways, whatever. The and point is that we were very young, right? Yeah. And w- so amongst our group of friends, we all more or less had the same amount of strength, right? We mm. all played in the same soccer teams and the same hockey teams. And then you had this fucker who was Greek from the same generation, but that guy was like a fucking Hercules. Yeah, that yeah, kid yeah, didn't train one day in his life. I remember he had a six-pack and he was ridiculously strong. Like he would bend metal bars. Yeah, no, no. This guy was, yeah, yeah, Hercules level. So yeah, that was embedded in his DNA. Yeah. So he was just naturally Same thing with our buddy uh, Spare Spare. Oh, right. Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus. I remember Mount Olympus. Um, well, this guy goes warm up, bench press, three plates on each side, warm no. up. I remember, uh, so they know Spiro. Uh, when I used to train, because Spiro's a little bit younger than I was, uh, than I am, technically. So uh, when we used to train, Spiro was like, I remember he had won a competition, uh, Quebec under 18. I think for the most, the, the, the big, the heaviest bench press. And I remember one time we were at the gym together and he was, 18 or just under, like 17 years old, bro. There's a 17-year-old kid benching three and a half plates at the gym. And I was spotting him. And I remember his ring, like the bar was so heavy, it got crushed and his finger was turning blue. And we had to like get the ring off his finger. That's the weight of the bar. Bro, the kid's 17 years old, benching three and a half plates. Yeah, that's He never trained. It was just, he's naturally gifted in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's three and a half plates for those of you, just just so they know. Uh... Uh, three times. Oh, it's at least 400 pounds because the Olympic bar is 45. Yeah. Each plate is 45. Yeah, 45 times uh, six. six. Yeah. So is what? Like 260, 45 for the Olympic bar. That's uh, 300. Yeah, 300 and a half, half plates. Like 350. Four, 350, yeah. 350. Which is is ridiculous. 350 w- pounds, bro. Yeah. Bench press. Yeah. It's the same thing with That's nuts. certain people are just more naturally gifted uh, in IQ. Like some people could mm. read a lot of books. And they could have a great love of knowledge and a great passion to learn, but unfortunately, they're not—they're ju- just not gifted in that area. Like Stephen Hawking is a perfect example. Mm. That guy was physically um, inferior, right? Because he was bound to a wheelchair, unfortunately. Yeah. But his mind was uh, was just yeah, a completely different stratosphere, right? It was just on a different planet. Yeah. So that th- in in genetically in DNA, yes, like thoughts, feelings. Mm, I would not say really. No, no I it's would more say the not. upbringing. Yeah, yeah. I would say that is more learned, like, uh, uh, like uh, certain things like hate and stuff. It, those are learned. Yeah, I don't think they're embedded in your DNA. I could be wrong though. What the fuck do I? Know? I'm not oh, scientist. what the fuck do I know? Too? No, 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 I just uh, saw this the other day. Science. No, I just saw this the other day and it made me think about it. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Like sometimes I'll at uh, two in the morning I'll sit on my balcony, smoke a cigarette, think about shit. Those are the kind of shit I think about. Because I'm a crazy person. No, it's cool. Look, it's people like I mean, it, you, it's it's thinking about things like this that eventually uh, make the world and science progress. Because if you, yeah, never, I'm definitely not going to make the world of science progress. No, though. But, <laughs> no, no, but you'd be surprised how many things just like get discovered or advanced by complete accident. 
Yes, like, how I discovered by accident that Garage Pierre Mondou incorporated are a bunch of scumbags. <laughs> garbage people. Garbage. Less than amphibian shit. That's a reference to Full Metal Jacket, by the way. The best part of you crawled on the crack of your mama's ass and ended up as a stain on the carpet. I love that movie. Um, but yeah, a lot of things happen by mistake, bro. You could just put a thought out there. Mm. Like, it could be something fucking stupid. But somebody could look at it and say, like, oh, shit, maybe he's onto something. And mm. it could evolve. And uh, so never, you know what? Thought is a good thing. And, it, and it's always good to challenge the status quo. Like, it's always good to, like, look at society and say, how can we make it better or different? Like, different is not necessarily bad, right? Mm. Something, it, it could be a great thing. And yeah. I think um, civilization and society really comes to a standstill when people become complacent and they don't try to aspire to greater things. Because there is a point where we become very comfortable. Or they try to take down shit like gender norms. Uh, well, they try to take down gender. Well, to some degree, yeah. Like, w look, yes. On the one hand, it's good to it's good to to question and to push the boundaries. Yeah. But on the other hand, I do believe that there are certain uh, I'll call them innate laws, like like the like, laws of like the universe, gender, right? The laws of the universe that there's no point in arguing, and, and you're doing more harm than good. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're spending more resources that could be spent somewhere else to better in order just to like for like healing cancer. Amongst other things, Amongst poverty, other. yeah, poverty. Uh, feeding uh, the, the poor, uh, yeah. you know, basic sanitation in, in basically an entire continent. Uh, no, there's a lot of fucked up things. And then, you, again, this, this comes back to you look at how many few people have such a massive amount of wealth mm. and how much they can help the rest of the world. But they don't. Not only that they don't, bro. It's uh, I was having this conversation earlier today a, a little bit uh, with a good friend of mine. And we were actually saying how... Um, because of all the bureaucratic bullshit, like how money never really gets funneled to where it needs to go. Like the whole UNICEF scandal years ago, out of every dollar, something like 90% was going to pay like office workers and the president and shit. Less than like a 10 cents were making it to children, right? Huh. So that's the thing. It's like sometimes you really do want to help, but there's so much bullshit. Basically, so much paperwork that even if you try, it just never gets there. It's like a tube, and you can throw all the money you want down that tube to go down to, to who you want it to go to, but there's always going to be motherfuckers poking holes in it. and That's it. That's it, right? You know? And everybody's in it for their own gain. Like, let's be honest here for a second. I'm not going to get like into a whole like Thomas Hobbes, Robert Rousseau like philosophy thing, but human nature, I do believe, has its very vile sides. Oh, yes. So things like jealousy and hate are innate in all people. Mm. And people who say like, oh, I'm not hateful. I'm not racist. That's just because certain people haven't crossed you yet in the wrong way. Yes. Because when that does happen, you're going to turn around like everybody else that you motherfucker. And then that's mm. how, unfortunately, people will condemn an entire society or culture for things that one or a very small group of people did, right? Imagine it was just one Jew that fucked over Hitler. <laughs> it could have well been. But like, imagine yeah. it was his barber. And yeah. the guy goes in one day for a haircut. Fucked up his and mustache. Trim, yeah, and he just trimmed <laughs> off the mustache. There you go. Next thing you know, they're building ovens in Germany. Like, it's a fucked up thing, right? Yeah, but, it's weird. But, oh, no, we know that that didn't happen. It was, no, obviously, it was but I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not rewrite history. Like, this is one of those things where it's going to be taken out of context and it's going to end up on CNN. Yeah. Like, we've uh, like new sources have arisen as to why World War II happened. So, uh, Hitler's mustache got shaven off by a Jew. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 no. I don't want to deal with this right now. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, true. so so that's it. So even when people try to do really, 
if they genuinely try to do good, there's a lot of people that want to do bad along the way. No. And it's unfortunate because, again, if we could make our vices into virtues, the world would be a much better place and th just things would get done a lot better. I don't know. It's just, I don't know, man. It's fucked up, man. I need a joint, man. <laughs> yeah. But also, also like, let's say you do, let's say you try to do good. Also, there's the other point of view. How do you do good and think of others when you yourself are drowning, let's say? You know what I mean? You're like, you mean like psychological drowning? Like you're, not in, just a psychological. you're in a bad space? Not just psychologically, but I mean in real life also. Like in a pool, you're drowning? No, 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 not like that. I mean like... Um, like death and life shit is... Shit like that. You know what I mean? Let's say, I don't know. Let's say, let's say... Uh, like, I don't I don't like to do the devil's advocate thing. And neither. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, I wasn't going for oh, it. But you thought I was. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> okay, so go on, go on, go on. But you think, like, let's say one of these politicians, right? Yeah. Uh, let's say he gets caught for uh, embezzling money, this, that. Do you think also, like, he's not necessarily evil, but maybe he himself had racked up a debt, let's say, because of uh, living of a certain lifestyle, because he moved up the ranks or whatever the fuck. He's... Maybe it doesn't necessarily make him... Now, I hate politicians, you know this, but I'm just saying this to, to say this. Uh, do you think, like, it was very difficult for him to think of others when he himself was drowning, let's say, in debt and stuff, and it's like, fuck, the bank, everyone's going to come collect, have a, a wife, have uh, kids, nah, nah, nah. you know what I mean? Do you think... Yes, that could there's be... There's that too? Look, that could be a, a, a... It could absolutely be a scenario. Mm. It still doesn't excuse. I'm just the using fact. this as an example. No, no, no. no, no I'm not but saying it, it excuses. I'm just using fact. it as an example. Maybe it's not necessarily evil. No, it's not evil. But you still have to to when, whenever you do something. And this is my philosophy, and this is why I've like I've gotten myself, as you know, into fucked up scenarios in my life, right? Because I do want to believe in the greater good, and I oh. and I trust people to a certain degree, and it's come back to bite me in the ass. Um, but whenever you do something, like when I do something, I always try to think of how this is going to affect everybody else. And I never want my actions to be a burden on anybody else. Like I would always want to assume the burden of my actions first. Mm. So if it's more difficult for me to do something without bringing in other people, I'd rather just do it myself. I would rather inconvenience myself than other people. Mm. So now I think that's the, like, yes, maybe he needed the money. He didn't do it out of spite, but he still took funds that he shouldn't have taken oh, from the I public agree. purse. Oh yeah, I'm saying uh, cut his hand off. <laughs> no, look, look, I understand. Okay, it's a little bit look, extreme. I understand if you're in a scenario where you can't help people out, okay, but yeah. don't worsen the situation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, no, I, like I'm not gonna, like nobody would come out and say, "Wow, bro, you haven't donated or you haven't done this," because you're going through your own shit, and that's okay. Everybody goes through their own shit at some point. I think that the, the more important thing is to get through your shit when you're in it. Alone. Alone and not burdening others. Alone, maybe not burdening others or, or you know, with, with the help of some very close friends, let's say people you could depend yeah. on. But when things get better, like pay it forward. Like oh, go and help somebody else. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, because, again, we were talking about like the whole DNA thing and, and metaphysical like things. And I think karma does play a role in the universe. And I think oh, if yeah. you do good, good does come back to you. And if you do bad, you know, bad does come back to and you. And you know, sometimes karma is instant. And, like, it, you know, like right now, when I'm about to say Garage Bear Mondo Incorporated, okay. bunch of scumbags, you know, when you scam people out of money. Garbage you, yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They should just become garbage men. <laughs> That's how fucking garbage they are. Uh, did I go too hard? No, no. I don't no, think huh? okay. no, no. I don't think you went too hard. 
They should look because I do. I do also feel a bit bad. Let's be honest. You don't want to influence that many people either way. So no, no, it's not just that. It's that I do feel a bit bad. Like you know, it's their business and stuff like that. But also at the same time, like I'm thinking also like you know my family situation going through tough times also with COVID everything you know money like economically also. And I'm thinking like nah, fuck you at the same time, bro. Like you fucked over a family that you clearly see from the beaten down car coming in. You know what I mean? There's not much. Cash flow. Yeah. Oh, so that's what you meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but okay. So let's say the okay. So let me throw the like question back at you. Because I was starting to think wasn't doing well. Let's say they've lost a lot of money in the last year because of coronavirus and not as many customers. No. So he saw an opportunity to make an extra forty bucks because he needs that forty bucks because he has whatever he has a lot of debt. Yeah. So was he wrong in charging you extra? A hundred percent. Yeah. No, it's just I started to feel bad a little bit because I was like, because like as much as I like to fucking be a fucking asshole, like I do have a a bit of a soft spot that's very buried. You know what I mean? So I started thinking, I'm like, am I being? A? And then I was like, nah, there's scumbags. <laughs> no, it was look, just, that's why I was talking about all this. Just look, at the, at the, this is a very like philosophical topic for somebody who overcharged you for a for a crankshaft sensor, but. <laughs> <laughs> We've been we've we've been philosophizing on the structure of Western civilization for forty five minutes, just to figure out if this guy overcharged you for a crankshaft sensor. This is the insanity, the train of thought of Poseidon and this podcast. We can make these links, and this is not even the most irrational thing we've done. This is completely normal. This is, yeah. You go back, you have notes. You're like, listen, motherfucker, Socrates told me, fuck sucker. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm an interesting person. Look, at the end of the day, I mean, it's the podcast, right? It's all fun and games. Like you don't actually mean harm on him. To no, you, of course not. You feel that you were cheated, and you're oh, well, not me to, and my brother, right? What and you and you're trying to prevent our well, your uh, listeners slash viewers from. Yeah, I'm trying to prevent other people from getting fucked over. Okay, that's good. That's that's commendable. I could get there okay. with that. Yeah. Okay, I think I think we're gonna end on this. You got overcharged for a crankshaft sensor. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was uh, Viron. Where can we find you, uh, Mr. Viron? Um, on Instagram, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, so it's V I underscore R O N. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing for Facebook, same thing for Twitter, and uh, that's about it. And then maybe you'll find me on a, on a podcast. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I love having you on. Uh, you're a very close friend. Uh, I love the I love the conversations that we have. I think my favorite conversations are between you and I and Padeli and I. Okay, I I could get behind that. I could. Yeah. That's a um, that's a pretty good fucking group to be in. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like oh, what did you do? I came third at the Olympics. You still came third at the fucking yeah. Olympics. Like, I'll fucking take that any day. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know. So thank you for joining us uh, in bed with Poseidon. Uh, we're gonna see what happens. Thank you, Steph. We're gonna see what happens uh, for next week. I love the Discovery Channel version of the show. Yeah, Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us. It's the Poseidon sixty nine on Instagram and Twitter for myself. Don't forget, I started live streaming Warzone a little bit more on Twitch.tv slash the Poseidon sixty nine, where I yell at children repeatedly uh, profanities because again, I'm an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you were gonna say? 
No, I was gonna say something about us playing AOM yesterday, but uh, it's you're pa- you panic way too much when it comes to video games. And I was laughing because I called Alex and I was like, "Bro, that guy's freaking out because two people are attacking his village." He's like, bro, he does it to me okay. all the time. When uh, play, look, asshole. Play Call of Duty. It wasn't two people. <laughs> <laughs> it was like four people. You're like, bro, this is you, bro. Help! I'm getting <laughs> fucking attacked. Meanwhile, I'm fighting a titan, holding down two gates, and fighting three computers. I look at your town center. There's like, bro, there's four like villagers and a sheep attacking you. I'm like. How is this happening right now? How am I supposed to divert my entire army to help well, you? Because they had a they had a sky hole, whatever I know, the fuck. It was just funny. Though, Are they kept like, coming out of nowhere, like, bro? I need help immediately, <laughs> fucking bro. I'm gonna fucking. My kingdom is crumbling! <laughs> You're screaming. And I looked on, there's literally nothing going on. Or the best was, I'm fucking fighting three CPUs at the same time, trying to on hold on gates in hard mode. There's a fucking titan fighting my titan. I'm losing my shit. At the same time, I'm sending him soldiers to help him. Sending you resources to help your economy. I'm getting jack all back. I'm telling bro, can you please send an army to help me? Like, I really need it. He's like, bro, this guy, I'm, we're going to fuck them right now. Watch this, bro. I built a fucking army. I'm heading your way. I look at the screen, bro. There's fucking 10 archers, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this, Poseidon? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> but you are so... You're like, bro, my fucking <laughs> army. Right now, bro, I'm going to fuck them right now. <laughs> but there's nothing, bro. You sent me uh, like a ragtag gang, bro. They got killed in two. I'm like, what's happening? Alex, where are you? <laughs> oh, but it was a good game. I caught up in the end, though. Yeah, yeah, because they use the sky anyways whatever the fuck uh so thank you guys for joining us don't forget next week i'll keep you posted on the time and the day uh i have to confirm with a guest first uh, to see if they're coming or not i'm gonna show you the guest after uh i have to reconfirm on monday or tuesday i'm gonna reconfirm is it a she it's a she and a he but it's one guest two guests oh thank you. okay oh <laughs> i just realized oh, what i said in the singular I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank you. And um, what can you take away from this episode today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? You can take away uh, what you can take away is a uh, fuck uh, garage Pierre Mondo Incorporated. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, peace the fuck out, motherfuckers. Ciao.